Good afternoon, Judith. Yeah, good afternoon, Zanya. <laughs> We're this late is, night. Yeah, we are. Well, late afternooning it. Uh, this is Sonia Green with Sonia Green Coaching, and welcome to the Coaches Cup. It's been so long since we've we've taken a little break, and it's been so long I've forgotten how to introduce ourselves. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> I'm Coach Judith. <laughs> Hope y'all are having a good, a good, good moment. Whatever time you're listening to us, yeah. We, um, we have been planning this, this topic for a couple of weeks and have had other things come up in life as life Mm. sometimes does. But today it seems very timely that we're talking about perseverance. So one of the first things we want to talk about is how perseverance is a more conceptual topic. So it's if, if people are new to coaching, this is kind of a deeper subject. Tell me about that, Judith. Yeah. So it's not, it's not like we're talking about something that's very tangible, like, gosh, Sonia. even the model, you know, the model, it has clear step, thought, feeling, action, result. Right. So, so perseverance, it would actually be an action mm-hmm. and it's an action that's involved with other actions and how, and your thoughts about other actions and how you show up. And so in that manner, making it conceptual and seeing it, if you haven't been practicing mindfulness or doing some level of self-development having an understanding of who you are and, and who you want to be and been on this journey at some level, because what, what triggered me on thinking about this is the definition of grit, right? Because it's, 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 a, it's contextual, it's conceptual, yeah. and it's that intangible on a personality trait and how we're all different. And it took life lessons for us to get to where we're at right now. You just don't show up magically. It's, it's, it's who we come along sister. the journey. <laughs> Amen, sister. Yeah. Experience, experience and wisdom that yes. you've accumulated and how you've managed yourself to this present moment. Yes. And the ability to uh, carry that forward and continue in that growth mindset. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We have been persevering through our life. <laughs> we have been. We have been. We all have those moments yeah. when I think we, we develop our perseverance Mm. and we practice it in the face of more obstacles. I was going to say, you know, looking at, looking at the definition here, have we been uh, showing up despite difficulty or delay in achieving? We still just keep showing up and persisting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here we are talking to you about perseverance, dear listeners, talking to you about what we've learned. Okay. All right. So you just gave us the, the definition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talk to me about how that rolls out in real time. We talk about perseverance all the time, but you have a goal. Perseverance is something that, that you have for like a top level goal, a, you know, top tier kind of goal. And usually When I think about it, I think of having little goals to get to that goal. It's a big goal. It's not just a daily thing. Do you think of perseverance in that way? Or do you think of it, do you attach it to all of your goals? 
That's interesting. I don't know. Seeing you, seeing your hand like go up, thinking yeah. <laughs> of, I I think of it as more like linear. Like I'm seeing myself like where I want to be, uh-huh. and then backing out the steps, right, and reminding myself and like having clarity around what it is I'm going for, and mm-hmm. reminding myself of the goal. Like for instance, but so I picked running back up. Mm-hmm. Um, running a half marathon, running the rock and roll half marathon in uh, April 23rd. And so Which I'm I love because you, you said you're picking it back up. You dropped running before, for health reasons, mm-hmm. what, mm-hmm. a year ago? Yeah, it's been 20 plus months since I have. Oh, I have, wow. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then you pick it back up with a half marathon. I love that. Yeah. In five weeks. But so yeah. like, so I ran a run. I just, I went out and I thought, well, let's just see what I could do. I ran a mile without stopping 12 minutes and 48 seconds, something like that. That's about, that's literally where I left off. (laughs) I mean, it is, that's what you were doing. You were doing like 12 minute miles, right? I'm the the queen of the 12 minute mile. Like I, like, I think anyway, it's my magic number. So, you know, so I I set a goal that I was going to run this half marathon. I said I was going to do it. And while it may have been, you know, typically you have a 16 week training plan. Uh-huh. So here we are five weeks out. So I set the goal and then I reached out for support, right? Because you're going to need support. You want to surround yourself with people who can inspire you and support you. So I reached out to a, uh, to a running coach and, and well, actually I didn't know she was a running coach at the time. I just knew she was a runner. Uh-huh. And I was like, can you help me with the math? Right. I, let's math this out so that I don't, you know, kill myself and get me on some intervals. Yeah. So I had clarity on the goal, have passion for running, have passion for showing up. For, I have a passion for achieving, wanting those things to happen and, and um, needing to reach out and enlist the help that I needed. Yeah. So I think of it as more, I think of it, I think like my calendar, right? Like turning the page in the calendar when you're looking at the calendar, here it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're here and then start reminding yourself of the goal and then you got to practice. Yeah. Right. So I have to practice. I'm doing the cross training Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I got my long run on Sunday and I'm running on Tuesday, Thursdays. I love that. I, well, and I would argue that we are looking at it the same way. We're just, you're looking at it moving forward and I'm looking at it moving up, but it's still, I think a linear kind of direction. We have little goals that we hit a lot, little milestones that we hit along the way to reaching a big goal, right? We're tethered to the goal. Yes. And that's what perseverance is. Now, (laughs) typically I would say it's more than five weeks. (laughs) Right. You're an overachiever. <laughs> you are the queen. I'm loving my body too. Like, let me just tell you, like, I'm so thankful. Well, and, but I, I do, it, it's a big goal, right? So whether it's five weeks or five years, you know, it's, it takes persistence to stick to a big goal. So I, I always attach it to big goals, but I want to pick up with something that we were pre-gaming about and you got ready to say something. I, I'm not to put pressure on you, but we decided we better start rolling before we, we ruin all the good stuff just talking. But we mentioned that in order to be 
persistent in order to have perseverance, you have to become best friends with the two F's fear and failure. Right. That's where, that's where you grow. That's your, that's your obstacles. Many times in the coaching world, you'll hear it called the obstacles and you need strategies. Yeah. So it's, you know, I I am sure there's going to be a run or two I'm going to miss along the way. And that would be in many terms, you could think of it as failure, Mm -hmm. right. Or, or not, or thinking, uh, that I'm just not going to, I'm not going to try anymore because I missed this one run, right. That I can't do it. Yeah. And I think, you know, with a little bit of a running background that I have the knowledge knowing that I'll still be okay. I can finish, I can walk this thing, (laughs) but wouldn't it be sweet if I didn't have to walk it all, <laughs> the faster I run, the faster it's over. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I was listening to Angela Duckworth mm-hmm. and I don't know if, if people know her, her book grit. Is that, is it just grit? Is that the name grit. of the book? I know that that's the term that she really, um, she's written a lot about and she was talking about how with every goal part of perseverance there's the work side that we think about the runs that you're doing Mm -hmm. but there's also the rest side Mm -hmm. and you know we talked about rest a few weeks ago getting quality rest how do you see rest playing into into this Wow. Well, it's going to be a daily priority because I am so much in the routine of my Monday, Wednesday, Friday workouts and, and Saturday are optional. So rest, rest is it's, it's how I'm going to take care of my body Mm -hmm. to accomplish this goal, because it's not going to serve me. If I don't, if I'm not getting my sleep, if I'm not hydrating, if I'm not fueling well, if I'm not maintaining those daily goals, then I'm not, you know, treating the, the, the vessel, (laughs) giving it what it needs Yeah, as well as my mental. Right. Yeah. That's the part that I was, yeah, that's the part I was thinking about because with the women I coach, you know, most of them being high achievers, their issue is with resting their brains. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's what running does. <laughs> Hello, y'all. Now this yeah. big, you know, remember last summer I was in the, the big stress cycle yes. from um, when I had exercise taken away from me, like all yes. of it at the yes. request of my physical therapist. And that was just a perfect setup for, how I had used exercise to manage my thinking, right? Releasing the thought, closing my, my stress cycles. Mm-hmm. And I have felt, you know, I have, I'm going to say I felt better, but I am so proud of myself and things are just, it's helping to wash some of the worries away. And uh, so back to your point on achievers, how, does that provide rest? It allows me the space, the time, getting outdoors, being in nature and having a passion for just getting to the goal. Yeah. Just because I said I could and honor, it feels good to feel good in my body Mm -hmm. and in my brain. Is it perfect? No. (laughs) Well, yeah. And I, I like that talking about 
it feels good in your body and in your brain, because I think a lot of time, well, this is, this is with me. And this is with a lot of the women that I coach too. When we have a goal, we are focused on, on our persistence. We are focused on persevering, which means we're focused on the future. Mm. We're not anxiety lives. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we're not present in our bodies in the moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, I, I lived that way most of my life, many of my clients, that's where, that's where I know we've, we've kind of hit that point where everything breaks open when they understand that they have been, that their focus has been on the future instead of the, what, now what is happening yeah what is happening right now Mm -hmm. and so practicing feeling what's happening in our bodies right now Mm -hmm. is a big part of learning to to persevere because I think there's a tension there well I think it's you know so much in this coaching world as we continue on and learn and as as you embark on your mindful journey mindfulness journey and being with your breath And that's something that I think that running helps um, bring you back to the body and keeps you in the now. Yeah. Can I just, you know, one more, make it to that, make it to that 50 out line. I ran it at school. So I was out on the, like the little football field, you know? Oh yeah. So I was like, can I just run into there before I stop and things like that. So Yeah. um, yeah, it keeps you, it keeps you present. Yeah. You have to be with your body when you're running. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have to be, you have to be both with your body and with your goal in order to persevere. Mm-hmm. We'd be, I'm going to make this, make sure you be with your body and your goal. Of course. Cause it's, it's reminding you of, of why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's, it's honoring that practice time. It's yeah. showing up for the steps to get to the goal, that perseverance. It's like you're saying it's daily. It's daily. Yes. Yes. So I assume that, that with yours daily, you are making, well, actually I can't assume that because you showed me (laughs) your calendar. So now I know that every day you begin your day by making time for that, whatever you're doing that day, whether it's a run day or a cross uh, cross training day. You're mm-hmm. making that plan. And I think with perseverance, that's one of the best ways to achieve those long-term goals. Many times we have a long-term goal. We set a long-term goal, but then we don't make a daily plan for how to focus on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's actually was part of my, I don't know, my mindset that had me not training at 16 weeks uh-huh. <laughs> was a little bit of, you know, health concerns. Could I do it? And until I really tested it out, I'm like, oh yeah, I can do this. Why it matters to me is to be a finisher. I have this right here in my notes to be a finisher, to get to my long-term goal and to, to free up the mental space. Yeah. I think about it, I've I've been really thinking about Goals that I've had where I have persevered and goals that I've had where I've just kind of let them slip by the wayside. 
And I think what I've decided is that the ones where I have achieved my goal, the ones where I have persevered, I've had for, I don't know if this is going to be an interesting use of the term, maybe a confirmation bias Mm. where everything I was able to turn it to a focus Mm -hmm. on that long-term goal. Mm -hmm. You know how, when, um, I feel like we've talked about this before, but like, let's say you get a new car and then suddenly you see that everybody has that car. Yeah. When, when I am really on with a goal, when I am on track, I'm planning for it, thinking of ways to incorporate steps into my day every day. But I'm also, when something comes up, I'm looking for ways to make that work into my goal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally, I totally can see that. I think that's a little bit of the shift. I feel like I'm experiencing with heading towards this goal, because I feel like, you know, I think I was, you know, well, clearly I was just telling you earlier, like I have got to honor my time. (laughs) I have got to get things done by the calendar because this is encouraging me to, and the maintenance of the running goal also requires that I have to, I have to manage my time elsewhere too to make it all happen. Cause I'm on a schedule (laughs) y'all. Yeah. So everything has to work together for that goal. Mm -hmm. And it's a, and I could call it a juggling act, but I'm very intentional, right? You'd be really intentional about the time, scheduling time to practice, to get it all done. Mm -hmm. I was meal prepping yesterday because I told my husband, I said, look, the only way this is going to work, the only way I'm going to get good quality food in is I really have got to start getting this meal prepping. Can you fire up the grill? I enlisted more help. I reached out to a friend who helped me with a running plan. I reached out to my husband and asked him to help cook. Mm-hmm. But it takes all of the perseverance takes all of those little steps, right? Yep. It's all we were doing anyway. I'm going to be eating every day. It's just going to free up more time during the week, right? So it all just benefits and it's going to help my weight maintenance, my yeah. lifestyle that I've created. Um, it's just supports my bigger it helps goal. your anxiety. Oh, so much. Yeah. So much. And like, I can't wait. I can't wait to get my runner's legs back. <laughs> that's, that's going to be super exciting. Yeah. The other thing that I was thinking about, or I guess Angela Duckworth was, was, was um, talking about it was how we make a conscious decision to work on our weaknesses day after day as part of our journey to our ultimate goals and how Fear and failure are part of those, but we also have to work on our weaknesses day after day, which, you know, I, I get, like, go ahead. Well, that sounds odd because it sounds, nev- I don't think I'm me working on my weaknesses uh-huh. personally, like I'm going, yeah. pulling on my strengths. Okay. Uh, this, this, it's like, it's yeah. like pulling that rope and be like, I've got to tighten it up this and this and this It's organizing me. Yeah. I, I think what she was talking about would be, for example, you have said in the past that planning is a weakness of yours, that that's not something that you've always been good at. Yeah, we, yeah, it, yeah agreed. It's something I've been working on for a very long time. This is planning mm-hmm. at the effect. And I have said that, like, it's not been, it's not been my jam. Yeah. Figuring it out. It's been it has not been perfect. 
So how are you using your strengths to beat that now? Well, you know, my certain part of my, because of the nature of, you know, having my clients on the schedule that is predetermined, right? That time is predetermined. So Mm -hmm. it, it, it supports me honoring my time. Yeah. And I was thinking, I have in my notes here from uh, Angela Duckworth, where we, (laughs) where, where talent is once effort is twice. And that's more of what I think I'm doing. Like, you know, there's, I've got some talent. I've got some, some things on the calendar. I've got some skills, Mm -hmm. but now it's that effort. I need twice the effort to make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. She was even talking about how there is a correlation between people with high IQs having lower levels of perseverance. Right. Because they've relied on the the grades to get them through and like that West Point Academy thing and the people who flunk out, you know, no, you know, I'm just going to use that word um, because they're somewhere they didn't do that grit factor, that thing, that intangible that you can't, can't figure out, but you can predict. Yeah. Isn't that what her work was? The prediction on, was it in school, middle school or something about kids? I get her and Carol Dweck confused their research. And I know Dweck did work on middle schoolers. I don't remember if Duckworth also did or not. It's very possible. I think Duckworth is the one where he, she was talking about her, which is just interesting to have this conversation with you about this is where her dad said, you're no genius, told everyone in the family, like, you're no genius, you're no genius, you're no genius. Yeah. Everybody's no, that, cause that was his fear, his worry that he wasn't smart enough. And she, when she was in, uh, forgive me, I don't know what kind of school, grad school, master school, whatever. And she was accepted into some kind of, literally it was called the genius program. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like dad got it wrong, but it was because of her perseverance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her, her grit. Well, and I mean, did he do her a favor saying that? Probably. Could be. She, she talked about, she read the book to her dad over a series of days and he uh-huh. did say he was proud of her. Yeah. You know, Cause that's his, you know, he's his culture. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's where Dweck comes in. She says, you know, people who you either have a fixed mindset or a growth or mindset. Growth, yeah. And if you think you're a genius, then why do you need to work on that? So it's a fixed mindset. If your parents are telling you, well, you're no genius, then you're going to develop a growth mindset. So we'll never know, but (laughs) yeah, right. Like it it wasn't lost. Like it was so poignant to hear her say that, like, wow, we need failure. We need fear in order to develop that perseverance. We really do. Mm -hmm. Really, you know, And sometimes like, as I sit here and, and and we're podcasting, it's really is kind of the same thing over and over. It takes, it takes breaking down the human, the human life, the the path to creating your life. It is a series of the same things over and over and over. And you're developing like the resilience to get back up and just keep going. It it is perseverance. (laughs) Like over and over and over and over and over. Get up, do it all over again. Yeah. Planning for this got me thinking about what is my top tier goal or my long-term goal, depending on which direction, you know, if we're going out or up. And 
since I have, well, I don't, I don't know how long, but I know at least since I was 27, helping other women move up has always been my goal. Mm-hmm. It's always been not that I haven't, you know, I, I mean, I've, my, I've had male and female students, but I have always, I guess, given extra heart to my female students, to working with women, to helping them overcome obstacles mm-hmm. in, in what can often be a male dominated world. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, when I was thinking about what, for what am I persevering now? Because my career, one academic career is coming to an end. So what am I going to keep persevering for? You know, what, what is it? And it's still that helping women, it's still lifting them up. It's the passion, right? Yeah. What, what, what Angela Duckworth called it, the passion plus perseverance. Yes. That like, so you have to have the passion. Yes. You have to stay, you have to be clear. You have to be enthusiastic and block your time. (laughs) (laughs) You have to plan for it or you can't, and you have to have rest or you can't be, you don't have the energy for the passion. It takes energy. Let me tell you, I'm like, let me tell you, I'm going off on a big, like you have to schedule fun time. Yes. You have to schedule time, sad times. And, and that sound, I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be practicing fun time. Thankfully exercise is fun, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's about that passion. You have a passion for helping women achieve their goals. And that is, that feeds that loop. Yes. And that keeps you going. And too many times I see what keeps us from persevering is using up our energy on the daily things that happen and the daily things happen like cooking <laughs> that like yeah. like wow, meal prepping is so good yeah yeah I mean all of it mm-hmm. if you let your email you know you can you can do so many things you can let so many things in the way of achieving your goals if you don't sit down and plan out what you're going to do and then stick with it I I could not agree more with you because there's always something keep a plan. And it's, it's to, to move your life forward, to be persistent literally means keeping one foot in front of the other and your eye on the goal. Yeah. Taking those actions. Yeah. And, and living through the, the discomfort when you don't meet the little goals or when, you know, so that you keep pick it up and keep going. You mentioned you might not run every run that you had planned, or you might not hit your goal for every run that you had planned, mm-hmm. but you don't say, well, I'm not going to do that again. That, that felt too awful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That I'm not going to apply for that job because it felt really bad when I didn't get picked. Yeah. I, I could have been in the mindset of, I don't want to be the last one to finish. I don't want to be the last. That's a big thing. I remember yeah. when I first started running, I don't want to be the last one. Oh God, just please don't let me be the last one to cross the line. Yeah. But perseverance says I crossed the line. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't focus and, on what number. Yeah. And it's sort of like you with your passion with helping women, right? That it's that a runners, I'll never forget my one of the experience of 
you know, having that thought, because I would just sign up for racist as part of my training plan, you know, like three years ago when I was into it, uh-huh. I was like, well, I know I'm going to show up for that long run. If I pay $65 for a t-shirt, I'm going to show up. Um, and seeing runners at the finish line, clapping for other runners coming, you know, in, in last, like that is really that community is a, an, an example of like what we do as coaches as well. Oh, showing, yeah. Showing up for our clients and, you know, being there, whether they're coming in first or last mm-hmm. and, and really, truly believing when you're, when you're a runner that, you know, if I, if I were to come in last, it's not going to be a big deal it's right? because I know it is about finishing the finish line. We've all got our story yeah. and how we showed up and being a part of that community, mm-hmm. you know, you get to be that if you're the last one, you get to be the one that everybody stood there and uh, waited for. And you get to cry. Yeah. <laughs> Make it mean. Yeah. I have in my notes here too. I wanted to say that um, a growth mindset that we are all burnt, born with the ability to learn. That's our only thing we're born with. Mm-hmm. If you think about that, that's just kind of deep. If we just let that sink in. Yeah. The ability to learn and that failure is not a permanent condition. I need to Unless we allow it to be. Right. That's what I said. Like I need to put that on a sticky because, you know, working with weight loss clients, so many feel like, you know, I'm a failure. I went to the doctor today and I got weighed in. I feel like such a failure because, you know, my weight is contributing to my health condition. You know, it's not a permanent condition. You can make changes. Yeah. Persevere. Persevere. That's right plan. All right. Anything else we want to say about perseverance? Beat yourself every day. I have that in my note too. I think that's, that's probably a, a good meet yourself every day. Is that what you beat yourself, oh. beat like, you know, like beat your personal goal every day. Oh, you- okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. I've got find the beauty in the process, which is <laughs> yeah. those little nuggets that, that you have to do because because it's not always going to be fun. That's a thought. (laughs) Remind remind me of that stuff. All right. Any last things as far as strategies to helping people persevere? Um, Deliberate practice, being intentional with problem solving, focus, get feedback. Yes. Feedback is important. Like that's the data from my runs. I need to have feedback. Yes. Having a focus on a time to meet and then have looking at the feedback on whatever it says, using that to move me forward or whatever it is, your goal, you're trying to persevere through. And, and uh, just quickly on that, that's where the fear and the failure often come, come through. I mm-hmm. have coached so many women who are afraid of the feedback mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of what they make it mean, right? The scale. Yes. Yes. I I have coached multiple women on putting that scale away until you can manage your mind around data, but it's with any goal. You know, if, if you have to get feedback, it can be even scarier to ask a friend or ask, you know, a coworker for feedback, Mm -hmm. even maybe I shouldn't say it can be scarier, but people don't like to ask for feedback you know, what, how could I interview better? How could I come across better? How could I, 
mm-hmm. whatever. They don't like that feedback, but it's that fear and what you're making it mean. So just understanding that you get to control that narrative. It's yours to decide what it means. 100%. But you do need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't get better if you're not, if you're right. not getting it. You need the feedback so that you can get, so you can refine your process. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if you are looking for feedback on your process, (laughs) if you are looking for ways to develop your perseverance, your persistence, um, I would suggest coaching. Imagine that. You know, I I know. Like I have a coach, you have a coach. Yeah. Well, coaching is, it's, it's such a gift. It's, it's really, in my mind, it's the best way to persevere with those long-term goals Mm -hmm. because you do need feedback. You do need to develop a comfort level with fear. And you're not just going to do that. You're not just going to wake up one day and suddenly be comfortable with it. And it's not necessarily, you know, this is not something that, I mean, it's good to have friends, but to have someone hold that space for you and keep you focused on your goals, bringing you back, showing your thoughts, teaching you about feelings, helping you refine your actions, giving you feedback, (laughs) feedback. That's not a judgment, right? And that's what you mean by holding the space. But I just want to make that clear to people. It's a very non-judgmental space. Mm -hmm. Asking the questions. Yeah. I'll toss my, I'll toss my hat in the ring for that. If you're looking for coaching too, you can find me over at no BS or uh, on the Instagram. If you want to follow me, just Judy at Mm-mm. just Judy. And I am at Sonia green coaching.com or Sonia S O N Y A underscore green coaching. I am also available to speak at your events, work events, school events, I am happy to do that. I I especially love to to speak about work-life balance and helping women to achieve their goals when we have all the work and all the life. (laughs) All right. Well, until next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.